this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. This episode is brought to you by Cesar, one of our newest Patreon patrons. Today, Sergio and I will be talking about some major Pocket Camp updates, what Sergio wants to see in Animal Crossing Switch, and some of your worries about the new game. So to begin, hello Sergio, how are you doing? Hello Chewie, I'm doing quite well. What about yourself? I'm doing well. It's been a productive weekend. I'm pretty excited. I don't know when I'm going to put this new video out, but I think it's going to be one that's going to be fun for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm I'm excited to like put it out there, like what it is, because I haven't exactly told anybody outside of, I guess, just the Haken villagers know what's coming. And I haven't talked about <laughs> it in a while, so maybe they've forgotten by now. Um but yeah, I, I've made the first video for this new series, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, so I, I've looked at your Switch. Um, well, I saw you were online a couple times. I saw you've been playing a little bit of Smash Bros. and some Wargroove. Is that right? No, I haven't I haven't gotten Wargroove, but there's a lot of people that have, and it's very tempting to get it. But Actually, the the game that I've been playing is I finally restarted Zelda Breath of the Wild. So, even if I wanted Wargroove, I don't think I should. I should stick with Zelda again. <laughs> and oh man, it's so much fun! I I don't know why I stopped playing it. It's a ton of fun. Yeah, that's right. I forget who I saw who was playing Wargroove, but it was Zelda that I saw you on. Okay. And I was like, oh yeah, Sergio's getting through that um, backlog list of yeah. games now. <laughs> Um, yeah, Zelda's fun. I think it's, um, it's a good, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people have a good time playing Zelda. And there are a few people that I've met who are just like, have not been able to get into this one um, as much. Mm. Or maybe they're not like big Zelda fans to begin with. But I don't know, for the most part, I think it's a pretty great game. It's fun to play. <laughs> yeah, it, um, can, it can definitely be very intimidating, especially... For for Zelda because it's the first open world in in what a what a huge world it is. Yeah, it's big. I played that game for hours upon hours um, for like the first two months the Switch was out. Um, so I haven't really felt a need to get back to it until kind of recently. Mm. Um, so like the DLC came out and everything, and I was like, oh man, it's really cool that's out, but. I'm not ready to come back to this yet. It's been, I need to wait more. Right, right. (laughs) So anyways, um, let's get into our first topic, and that is some major Pocket Camp updates. And just like Zelda is a game that you can play for a long time, these updates are really targeted for players who have been playing Pocket Camp for a long time. Hmm. Um, So... Let's start by talking about one of the things that you aren't a huge fan of, 
and that's gardening <laughs> events. Um, so this time around, we've got Pelly visiting, and we have to catch some Ooh. ladybug type of things. At first, I couldn't tell where they were because I thought it was just the flower, but it was a ladybug. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Um, yeah, so Pelly is visiting, and this is pretty nice. This is a character we haven't gotten to see uh, yet. Right. I feel like they've been doing a good job of pulling in some characters we haven't seen each time. So every time we have one of these events, it's like, it's nice. It's nice to be able to see more of the Animal Crossing characters find their way into Pocket Camp. Because that's been, it's been growing a lot. Um, mm. But anyways, so one of the biggest things they did with the gardening events and this update specifically is that they made it very easy to share your bugs. Um, mm. So if you remember from last time or from when you played, uh, you would essentially get your bugs. You'd go over to the other person's garden, drop them off one at a time. Eventually they added the... Um, Actually, they never really added an option to drop a bunch at a time. No, I, I always wanted that. Yeah, so now this is this is how it works. You go into your friends list, you pick a friend, it'll show you how many flowers they have open, it'll show it'll tell you what what bugs they're still looking for. <laughs> and then you can essentially just give them those bugs. You don't. You do this all from your friends list. Like you don't travel to their town or their campsite anymore, or their garden anymore to do mm. this. But right from that screen, you can choose how many bugs you want to give them. You they and then they get them like instantly. Oh wow! So it's just like a really fast way to handle all of, all of those mechanics. Like you don't have the loading screen of having to go over to their place. You don't have to do them one at a time. Yes. Instead, in one fell swoop, you can fill up their <laughs> flowers just like that. It's crazy. Nice. And it's it's cool that it lets you know which ones they're looking for because before, you know, you just gave them whatever you had, basically. you you Unless you talked somewhere else, like on Discord, you really had no idea what they needed. Yeah, I think for the most part, everybody kind of went with... If this color flower is in your garden, I'm going to give you the color bug that is associated with that flower. Right, you right. Know? And so it, it kind of took a little bit of like paying attention to like, oh, what bug shows up on this again? Oh, yeah, that <laughs> one. Okay, I'll give you that bug <laughs> on that flower. And now it's more of like, you know, generally what they're needing. It doesn't matter what flowers they have. You can just give them whatever shows up on their list. Nice. Um, and just, I, I want to make sure, you, you still get seeds for for giving the bucks away, right? You still get, like, a reward? Yeah, yeah. You still get all of that. You get Ooh. the seeds. You get the friend powder. And then that also reminds me, you know, you could also water plants for people, you know? <laughs> um, they That's just one click. It's literally one click. It'll tell you if their plants need watering. You click that button that says water plants, and then you're done. <laughs> Like their plants are, and you don't go to their campsite at all. It's on that same screen where you can share bugs, and yeah, it's so it's so fast now. It's it's amazing how much easier, how much faster it is to play this game. Because if you remember in the beginning of our talks with Pocket Camp, well, maybe in the middle of our talks with Pocket <laughs> Camp, when uh, after we played for a while, I complained a bit about how long it took to play the game. And yes. there have been many things that have fixed that for me. One of the most important, of course, was me playing on a phone that could actually run the game. Right, right. Um, 
But outside of that, like, actual hardware issue, um, there was, you know, the software itself needed some improvement. And they've really hit that up with this latest update. Like, it's never been so easy to finish a gardening event. Like, I've been done with the first round of bugs and everything for, like, a full day now. Um, Oh, wow. And, yeah, and I don't even think... I feel like maybe Tuesday is when the next stuff starts to start. So mm-hmm. whenever this episode is out, I think it's either Tuesday or Monday, or maybe it's later. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Um, but regardless, it's just, it's really easy, and everybody knows exactly what everybody needs, and it's not a guessing game anymore. <laughs> wow, yeah. It sounds like, it sounds really fancy. Like, everyone installed a, a really cool irrigation system, and it's all it's all automated. <laughs> Yeah, and I think the best part is, like, you and I, we have a lot of friends, um, mostly because we're on the Discord and everything, <laughs> and I I keep posting pretty regularly on the Pocket Camp chat where I'm like, okay, everybody, I don't need any more bugs. I'm done. <laughs> like, please share them with everybody else. I'm giving these to anybody who needs them. And so, like, I, I was pretty vocal about, like, trying to see who needed bugs, letting people know that I did not need any. <laughs> um, but now... If they click on my name, they'll just see, oh, Chewy doesn't need any bugs. I don't have to give them to him. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah. So, like, once you're done with the event, like, that's it. Like, nobody will try to give them to you unless they're like, I really need to offload some bugs because I need some (laughs) seeds, Um, you know. But outside of that, like, it it makes it really friendly because I was always really sad for everybody who was still trying to get bugs and I was there getting a ton of them. <laughs> I right, was like, no, right. no, I, I'm going to catch these as many of, of these as possible. And I'm going to give them to you because I don't need them. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So it's a it, gardening event is they've mastered it at this point. I think they finally have gotten it to the point where it's like not as time consuming. Cause this was always the most, yes time-consuming event uh, whenever it happened and it seems to be that the norm is going to continue this way where we get a gardening event followed by a gyroid event followed by a fishing event Mm. Um, so like these events are coming in threes and they're doing this regularly and then you have the whole overarching task that's associated with that I guess month span you know right Mm mm-hmm yeah. So also, um, the items are pretty cute that we're getting. They're like Valentine's Day themed, and Ooh, nice. because it's coming up, it's almost Valentine's yes. <laughs> Day, which could be. Uh, let me check the date. Yeah, that's a Thursday, which it, people seem to think <laughs> it's going to be a Nintendo Direct on a Thursday. <laughs> um, yeah. So actually, real quickly, let's go off topic for a little, <laughs> a little bit. Are you thinking this is the month? No. Or are you are you sticking to the March? is the month where we're getting a direct. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm sticking with that, but I think it would be better to if it was in February. I just think Nintendo's going to stick with March only because they already announced a couple of things like we discussed before, but it would make more sense in February, especially after the Metroid Prime 4 delay announcement, you know, just to, to keep people's hopes up and, and to address a couple of rumors that are going around, like a Switch Mini or things like that. It would be nice to know some official news because it's definitely been a long time. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I feel like this always happens to Nintendo on 
like big announcement days maybe not directs directs i feel are like those points where nintendo is having a really good time um people are pretty hyped about whatever games they're coming with you know (laughs) and after that there are there's e3 and the i guess shareholders meeting that nintendo has right and you know, maybe we should have talked about that for a little. Uh, it's fine. We're I'm going to go way off topic. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyways, like during these shareholder events or E3, I, I, it's funny because we always seem to see like Nintendo's stock price take a hit. Yes. During these times, like it took a big hit after the shareholders meeting. And it was mostly because they have dropped their estimate of how many Nintendo Switch consoles they're going to sell by March. And so before we all know their goal was 20 million, which everybody was like, that's pretty crazy. That's a big goal. (laughs) Um, And now they've dropped it down to 17 million. And honestly, I still think they're going to pass that. I always imagine they'd get somewhere to like 18 million. (laughs) Um, There's still a lot of time. And they, I think they may have to sell about like another 3.5 million consoles to make it. Right. But I don't know, with a well-placed Direct, especially one with a really great Animal Crossing trailer, (laughs) I can see pre-orders going down. Especially um, if they announced the Animal Crossing Nintendo um, Switch-themed, I guess, Nintendo Switch Animal Crossing-themed console. I don't know how to say it. (laughs) Um, But regardless, if they announce something like that, people are going to be going out and pre-ordering right away. Um, like that, that is the kind of announcement that a big part of their fandom is waiting for to really jump in and get the switch. And so, I don't know. I feel like if they did that in February, March, like we're going to, they're going to hit those sales goals right, for sure. Exactly. So I don't know. That's my little tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> um, essentially, They've taken a hit, and I feel like Animal Crossing could save them. Like, Animal Crossing saves lives. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So back on track, uh, I just told you about the gardening event and all those mechanics. There are two brand new mechanics that have been added to the game. Um, I kind of listed these. Maybe I should start with the bottom one first. So Pete is also in the game and for a little fun thing which i forgot about a long time ago um pelly used to have like a big crush on pete you know and i think pete had a crush on phyllis and so there was like a little love (laughs) triangle going with them um and Phyllis, she doesn't care about anybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> she she cares about hating her job and getting out of work. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so Pete is now in the game, and he's got his own item delivery service. So it, on the map, there's a little section on kind of the middle right portion, and it's a little Pete on the map. And when you click on him, it'll show you all of the villagers at the different locations and it'll show you what item they want you can click on them and then you can say deliver this for me and pete he does that instantly like it's so fast it's just like an instant delivery system you don't have to be in the same location as a character you can do it all from your campsite from your camper even you can just do that 
and right away get your items delivered and your rewards won. And this thing is great. It is really speeding up the process of playing the game. Um, I think especially because right now I'm re- I have like no steel whatsoever. Like my material <laughs> of uh, my steel materials are completely depleted right now. And it's because I've been trying to invite the last uh, villagers to my campsite. But they, uh, the last one, I'm literally one away now, and oh, I wow. need 600 steel to complete his furniture. Ooh. It's And those are just two <laughs> items. Two of them take oh, wow. 300 steel. It's insane. <laughs> uh, so anyways, Pete makes it really quick, because then I can just find the villager that gives me steel, and then I give them all of their stuff right, really quick, right. and then right away, I have steel in my pocket. And this <laughs> thing is fast. Like, you could do this faster. Like, say I'm at the island um, mm-hmm. little area with a villager. Doing, uh, I would still pick to do Pete's delivery service because he does it right away. Like, it would take longer to talk to that villager in that same wow. location. <laughs> That's pretty fast. Yeah, I just hope he's getting paid for this because <laughs> he does amazing work and he deserves to be compensated <laughs> very well. <laughs> um, yeah, let me see if I wrote anything else about that. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. The one caveat with this is that it is only fulfilling that experience points for delivering items. So, you know, you deliver an item and then you gain experience points. Um, you, if you want to maximize the experience points you're getting for your villagers, you still have to go to that, um, wherever they are, uh, whatever campsite they are in, <laughs> and you still have to talk to them to get that one heart right. or two hearts for, you know, talking to them. Right, right. Mm. Um, but you know what? I don't bother with it most of the time. I just deliver the <laughs> items and I've been leveling up so quickly and uh, this whole thing has turned into, like, people are now, once again, short on supplies constantly. My market box is always empty now <laughs> oh, wow. because everybody's always buying things because I try to I try to keep a good stock of things in my market box. Right. Um, but, yeah, overall, it's like, yeah, uh, people are doing more of these tasks and finding themselves running out of... Um, I guess items now. Yeah, but it sounds like you know b- both refinements that we've discussed so far. They sound really, really big improvements. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised and glad. Yeah, it, it's been really good. It's really speeding up the process of playing the game. Right. Which, like I said, like all of these things are like what I complained about in the past, where. You know, a traditional Animal Crossing game, I pick it up for an hour and I'm good. Like, I'm happy with the playtime I had and then I can play tomorrow. And this game for a long time was like, man, I'm picking it up. I'm playing for an hour and then in two hours I'm going to do that once again. Right. (laughs) You know, like it's a pretty demanding way to play a game that is traditionally really relaxing, you know? (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. But that that's not all. There are more things that have come. I realized I didn't write this one down, but it's kind of a big one, too. Um, we have now... They've added new fruit to the game. And oh. the fruit 
are lemons, lychee, and grapes. And the grapes grow on trees, but that's inaccurate. Grapes don't actually grow on trees. <laughs> they grow on vines. Um, but maybe Jackie was like, oh, well, maybe there's, like, vines growing up the trees. <laughs> and that's how they do it. And that's acceptable just because I like that visual. <laughs> I think it's probably cute. Um, but, yeah, so these uh, all everybody gets one of these new fruits. So of the three fruit, I got lemons. Which, mm. bummer, I wanted grapes. Right, right. <laughs> I want a grape tree, of course. Um, <laughs> regardless, I can't complain. The lemons are fine. And all of these also can be perfect fruit, which is very unique. Ooh. Because one, okay, I, I didn't even mention, like grapes, we've never seen grapes in Animal Crossing right, before. Right. That's a big deal. That's a brand <laughs> new fruit to the game. Um, and it's one that I've been wanting since they like told us we were going to get like bushes and stuff. I was like, man, I want berries. I want to be able to grow vines and stuff. I want different types of fruit that I can sell at my shop. Um, so yeah, overall it's cool to see like a brand new fruit in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, second, all three of these have perfect versions of them. So in the past, we've gotten perfect apples, perfect oranges, perfect uh, pears, peaches, and what's the last one? What am uh, I missing? Cherries. Cherries. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So cherries, all of those. But now we've got perfect lemons, perfect lychee, and perfect grapes. Ooh. <laughs> so yeah, we've got new like perfect variations. And now I'm just like, wow, I hope in my new game that I can grow more than one type of perfect fruit. Like right. maybe one of those like Island fruits is I can make like perfect trees out of them, you know? Right. Right. Um, exactly. And maybe that takes like some experimentation as well, you know, where, um, for example, you get the fruit gradually over time and then you're like, Oh, you know what? Let me put some fertilizer next to all of these and see if they turn into a perfect tree. And then you uh, you essentially, like, have to discover which one of your tropical fruits is the perfect Oh, right, type, right, exactly. You know? um, anyways, that was just my idea with that. Um, regardless, or do, what were you going to say? Do you know where the, where the uh, new tree is? In what area? Okay, so there are two of them. Um, there's one by the river. Um, so you know the river has those two extra fruit trees? Yes, one of the regular trees in that area has turned into your <laughs> new local produce. That's nice. what they're calling it, local fruit tree. Oh. <laughs> um, and then their other is in the same spot with all the rest of the fruit trees. Oh, um, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so that area now has six fruit trees and only one um, regular tree. Oh, okay. Whereas before it had the five fruit trees and two regular trees. Right. Um, just one of them, the one on the left. Actually, I wonder if people got the same one turned into, oh. uh, I guess, the local produce. I'm going to I'm gonna look into that. I'm going to ask people <laughs> on our Discord and everything and see if they have gotten the same tree as me <laughs> to be changed. Right, right. Because um, it'd be kind of fun if it were random, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, you can collect these. You can sell them in your market box. And essentially the foreign fruit are 
I guess on par with the perfect fruit. Um, so if you buy somebody's fruit, like I don't have grapes, for example, right. or lychee. So I can buy grapes and lychee. And when I give them to my villagers as th- as items, they give me the better rewards as if I've given them a perfect fruit. Right, right. Which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool to have that feature. Because <laughs> um, so- it also makes it. Uh, what were you going to say? I'm wondering if, if since, you know, you, you don't have two of those and there's also the perfect variations, have you found yourself having villagers asking for them and when you don't have them? Is it too too limited? Um, I don't think they ask for them. I have not found them. I, oh. I don't think they've asked for them. The only time I give them to them is when they let me choose what kind of fruit to give them. Okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah, outside of that, I yeah i'm not sure i don't think i've seen them actually ask for anything that i just can't obtain in there (laughs) right um which that would be difficult you know (laughs) because then you have to look through people's market boxes did i mention could you do this before before uh, this update but you can buy things from their market box like without visiting them like just straight from your friend list yes i remember Um, that Mm -hmm. that was good okay well, it just, it still seems really easy and it's great <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I was going to say something about the fruit trees, but I don't remember. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. They're great. I think it's cool to have a brand new fruit um, added to just like Animal Crossing in general, but it's also cool to see them in Pocket Camp. <laughs> yes. Okay, so the last thing that I've got to talk about is probably the biggest thing and also probably the mechanic that's most aimed toward, like, people who have been playing this game for a very long time. Um, And they have tons and tons of things, tons of bells, tons of items. Um, And that is Blather's Treasure Trek goals. Um, So they just added a new item in the game, and they are maps. And when you open up a map, you can roll a dice and try to get to the end of it. It's kind of like a little board game thing. Hmm. And when you, I guess, roll the dice, it costs something. Um, For example, it can cost bells. It can cost friend powder. It can cost essences. Um, Regardless, you have to pay some amount to roll the dice and Mm -hmm. so there's a bit of a chance element to it and the dice is just like a regular one it's one through six um but there are different spaces that you can land on some of them will let you move an extra space others will be an extra item on your way there others will make you lose a space which is a real bummer (laughs) um but once you've landed on them like they disappear um so if you land on that lose I've seen one that's like lose three spaces and I was like, Oh no, I don't want to land on that. Um, But if you did, it would disappear after that. So that risk would be gone. Right. Right. Um, But anyways, the goal is to get to the end of the map and win a major reward. And these rewards can be bells. It could be crafting materials and it can be leaf tickets. So for the first time we can use kind of our in-game currency to get leaf tickets. Oh, that's true. So typically, you have to buy leaf tickets or earn them through different goals. But now, Mm -hmm. 
you have leaf ticket maps and it costs quite a bit to roll the dice um so the reward is 10 leaf tickets at least for the ones that i've seen mm-hmm. and it costs thirty thousand bells for each roll oh wow which is pretty expensive but like i said these goals are really targeted at people who have been playing the game for a long long time so to give you an example we have players who have reached that like 999 million bell limit or whatever it is right. something okay. crazy like that but they've reached that limit and whenever they spend money on things like the game keeps track of how much money they have beyond that so oh that's good that's good so yeah some people are like well above that and they spend <laughs> money and they don't see their money drop at all right. <laughs> So, yeah, so some people may have tons and tons of bells that they can use to get extra leaf tickets at this point, um, mm. which is crazy. Like, uh, it, it's really expensive, but it is a really cool option now that we have to get leaf tickets. Um, That's cool. Also, the friend powder, because, you know, the, we've talked about the garden events, how many there's been. And that's a big reward when when you're sharing bucks with everyone. You get a lot of friend powder, and you know it it wasn't used so much before. This is this is a great use for them. Yeah, it is. It's um pretty crazy to see all the different things that you can get. And like I said, everything's got a different price. And I'd say the most expensive is the ones that cost essences. And there are specific maps that cost essences, and those are character maps. Because instead of just getting this new round of characters, we now have to earn the characters. Oh. Um, so you remember back in the day when Gulliver was added to the game? Yes. Well, Gulliver is now important again, because <laughs> people have to give Gulliver items in order to earn some a lot of well all of these character maps um Hmm. and then once we have the character map we have to spend essences to roll the die and i think it's expensive it's like 10 essences per die roll Hmm. and the the thing that's really weird about it to me is that it costs like five leaf tickets to just go through the map don't even bother about rolling for it and you just get the character after that right um five leaf tickets is a lot cheaper than essences are because this is the game that charges like 20 leaf tickets for one essence yes so five is you know that's only (laughs) a quarter of that price for who knows how many rolls right but 10 essences would be like 200 leaf tickets so I feel like it's definitely yeah. more worth it to just pay the the leaf tickets to get those characters. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Unless you have a, a lot of excess essence, but even then, right? Yeah, yeah, and that that's like I keep saying, like it's really for those people who've been playing literally every day as many right. <laughs> rounds of as many of the cycles as possible because they. Are, I'm sure are full and full of essences. Right. <laughs> um, regardless, uh, I, it, it's pretty difficult to get all of these characters now um, 
because it's not only just getting through the maps it's like getting the maps themselves like you right. have to you have to give up gulliver items you have to craft all of these extra items and then you have to give them to gulliver and then you have to wait the six hours it takes for him to go to a place and come back right. and so it's like it's a pretty time consuming thing um and I don't know, part of me is like, it, 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 I can see how convoluted it is, but at the same time, it just gives everybody who's like at that end game so much more to do. Um, right, there's right. so much to work toward at this point with these maps. Right. Um, do, do you know how many of these characters are locked with these maps now? Uh, yeah, so there are... Um, we get one for free and then oh, cool. I think there are a total of 10. So nine of them are locked. Oh, wow. I yeah. Thought it would that's be a lot. Yeah. I, I know I was expecting like, I don't know, three to five. Right. But it's nine. That is so <laughs> many. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I feel like that's too many to introduce that way in one style, but maybe, they just don't plan on, I guess, doing that every single time. Um, because it's been a long time since they introduced Gulliver. And a lot of people had the three characters from Gulliver for a long time, you know? And so yes. this is the first time Gulliver is becoming relevant again. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, anyways, that is all of the Pocket Camp stuff. It, I mean... Last time they updated the game, uh, maybe it was like a, a couple months ago, maybe three yes. months ago. <laughs> um, but last time they did, they said it would really change the way the game is played and the scope of the game. But this update feels way more like it did that. Right. Um, yeah, they just added so many things all at once that were unexpected and pretty huge, you know. Yeah, they definitely sound like game changers for the better. Like everything sounds much faster and improved. You know, I'm I'm gonna come back to the game when Hazel is around, and now I'm curious if she's gonna be added normally or if she's gonna be locked behind one of these special maps. Either way, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It would be nice to to try out these new features, these new maps. Yeah, and thanks for saying that because I was about to ask you, like, is this enough to get you back to the game? <laughs> Um, or are you just going to hold off for now? I'm going to hold off H Hazel for sure. I'm, I'm coming back for her. Or again, <laughs> any, anything special having to do with KK, which it's been a while. So hopefully there's something new. Yeah, there could be something any minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. And I think I've been having a lot of fun talking about features that I want to see in Animal Crossing Switch. So anybody who's like been keeping up with my YouTube, that's kind of been the last three weeks of my channel. <laughs> and I am going to change it up soon. But I did want you to get a chance to give us your impressions of what you want with Animal Crossing Switch. So the segment is what Sergio wants in Animal Crossing <laughs> Switch. Um, so, yeah, let, let us know. Yeah, you know, I, I've been watching all the videos and pretty much I cannot think back of any feature that was mentioned that I, that I didn't want. I, I want all of them. I want basically <laughs> they're all really good and there's so many more and, you know, big fans of the series we have this humongous list of things that we want so it's it's very tough to 
to like single things out, but I, I kind of went with the ones that came to my mind first. And one of the first for sure is that I want at least, at the very least, 15 villagers in your town. The more the merrier, mm -hmm. 20 would be great, but 15 would be nice too. Just anything more than 10, it's a great start, I think. You know, we had 10 in New Leaf and we played that game so much. I think just having more is it, good. Mm, I'm, I'm think. Do you think 20 might be too many or not? Um, I don't know. I guess I, I'm trying to think of how I would feel with that many. I think, <laughs> so just as a recap, the first game we get 15. Yes. Wild World is 8. And then City Folk and New Leaf are both 10. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. I felt like 15 was a fun number. I think I was happy with that. But 20, I think it's possible if the map is big, like, I'm going to want to see villagers all over my place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And, you know, they could always just lift the limit and say... Uh, so oh. imagine, like, Animal Crossing villagers move in, but it's dependent on if you place, like, a public works project. And if you just make all of your public public's work public works projects i can't say it right now um if you just make all of those like new villager homes like maybe you can just get as many as you like you know yeah now you're in control <laughs> that's awesome yeah you control how many animals are in this town <laughs> and it's not big enough for the two of us <laughs> um nice. but yeah i don't know i think for me 15 it sounds good it sounds like a good yeah. number yeah <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that's true. Now, I also want more special stores. Anything that they can imagine, I'm I'm open to anything. The special characters should all have a special store, and, and it shouldn't be part of another store like Poor Leaf. He should have his own place again. Everyone should. And definitely a big part of that is that I want them to have days off so that you can interact with the special characters in a more natural way. You know, you, you don't always want to see Tom Nook just in, in business mode you, you know you should be able to see him getting a coffee or, or just in his house and speaking of that so i'm, I'm i want to see them living in their own dedicated space ideally i would want them to be in the same town you know in in the houses in town but that might be too many because there's so many special characters and i don't think they could have one house for each so maybe I, I was thinking maybe an apartment complex that it's only for the special characters, but I would want the I would want an explanation that makes sense as to why only the special characters can be in those apartments. Uh, and I'm thinking that Isabel would be perfect to come up with a good reason for that. I know I can trust her on that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot here. I really like. Um... I like Leaf's gardening shop, which I pointed this out while I was live streaming the other day, but it does not have a name, <laughs> Right. <laughs> but I still really liked it when it had it, it when he had his own space, you know, like his right. own little shop that had, it felt like it was a gardening store. Yes. Um, so I would want him to definitely like have that and still keep that and not like blend them too much. Um, and then, I guess, 
I really like your idea of like them like living in an apartment complex or something like an apartment building. <laughs> and maybe it's just in that like main street or whatever the main portion of town. And maybe they don't even go back to that. Like they just integrate all the different shops on your actual map again. Um, that might Ooh. be another discussion. Um, but anyways, I would like to see them just how they live. Like I want to go over to Isabel's place and see how she decorates and, we got like a little taste of those types of things with their campers, but yes. <laughs> I think exactly. it'd be even cooler to just see them have their own room and own house to decorate. You yeah, know? yeah, that'd be <laughs> really cool. But you know, if they decide to stick with like a separate town portion in a city, maybe th maybe that's how they could explain it. You know, well. You know, I'm Tom Nook. I work here at the city. So I want to live in the apartment complex that's sort of closer to the city. And that's why all the special characters live there. I'm good with that explanation. That would make sense. But I would definitely prefer for all the special characters to live in town like everyone else. Yeah, it would be really cool. I wonder <laughs> how they would make it work because they're... There are a lot of special characters. Yes. <laughs> and that's why I kind of like lean toward that like apartment building because it just like it, it puts it into one space, but they all still get their own separate room. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they're, they're close to where they work. So so it, it makes sense why they would all live there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So another thing I want to see, and this is a big one, but it could go many different ways. There's a lot of requests for a cooking system, and I do want something like that or anything, anything related to cooking. It doesn't have to be to be too much too sophisticated. It could, you know, um, maybe even some people would want like a hunger meter. <laughs> I think that's a little too much, but you know, it, it's open to anything. I just want to be able to cook something. It, I, I think it would be best if it's not mandatory or not required to do so. It's completely optional. But I would definitely do it to cook something for a villager that's coming over to visit. And basically now you are actually specifically inviting them over for dinner and they're going to try it out. Or you could just cook something and take it to someone for them to try it at their place. Uh, it's, I would like it to include baking too so you can bake a cake and, and take it over. It would be cool also for birthday parties. So... I want something, I would prefer it simple, but even if it's more sophisticated, I just want a cooking system introduced. Yeah, I, I, it's funny because uh, I kind of read all the comments that come in on this one and it's, it's crazy, but there are a lot, <laughs> people are torn on this. There are a lot of people who want cooking a lot of people who do not want cooking. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and some people go as far as to say, like, no, that's not Animal Crossing. It should not be in that game at all. It would not feel like a game, Animal Crossing game. <laughs> and right, right. And I don't know. I'm not convinced that it's that. it would be that atrocious uh, thing. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think I lean more for it just because I do really like those. Um, for example... Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday to celebrate in that game. And you collect yes. all of the cool little things and you got like the flour and the oil and all of these cool little cooking items that you don't usually get in the game. And mm -hmm. I don't know, it's really cool to get those and then be able to put them in your home and like in a kitchen you designed or something. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's cool. I like this idea of having it be some activity that you do with the villagers. 
Um, but I think um, I want to say it was Blaze who we had on this show a long yes. time ago at this point. But he kind of mentioned like it'd be cool if you got like if you used cooking to help you just do things better in the game. Right, like maybe right. mm-hmm. you run faster and i would say like run faster but as light as a feather so you don't cause um (laughs) like tear on your floor because i think a lot of people don't want that you know yes right um so that would be a cool like ability to gain for the day if you eat this meal (laughs) right right. Um, so yeah it'd be cool or maybe you can increase your luck with a meal yes and then all of a sudden when you shake a tree instead of a hundred bells you're getting 200 (laughs) or you know you're just doubling the amount of money you earn because you're having a lucky day and maybe that's too easy for people because they can just take advantage of that (laughs) um and just get tons of bells really quickly and so maybe they don't want that, but I don't know. I think like there are some cool things that you can do with cooking. And overall, I just want the items. I want the items to put in my house and like maybe you can put shelves in your house and you can decorate yes. things on top of that. And it'd be cool. I think it'd just be nice. And I want to grow more things like we already grow <laughs> fruit trees. I think uh, the other thing I saw is people really didn't want farming and mm-hmm. And be and most of their fear lies and they don't want another farming sim because right. they've already got right. Stardew Valley and you don't need anything after you got Stardew Valley. <laughs> um, that's an unfortunate way to look at it because a lot of games <laughs> do things differently, which can be enjoyable to experience. But regardless, right. they're happy with that and they don't want Animal Crossing to be that, you know? Um but I'm like, I don't know, like a lot of people spend a lot of time making an orchard and that's kind of gardening yes, and farming. Exactly. <laughs> um, I know that's that was my main source of income in Wild World. I would just plant my trees every three days. I would get tons of money <laughs> because right. I had tons and tons of fruit trees, you know. Right, right. I think a lot of us start that way. It's it's yeah, it's definitely the simple way to start making money. Yeah, and so I don't know. I when I saw we were getting bushes, the first thing I was thinking was, I wonder <laughs> if these are going to be fruit bushes. Like, are we going to get like berries and things for, that we can pick from these? And so yeah, I I just don't mind. I I would not mind planting things and getting more stuff that we can sell and I don't know cook with if that's an option. Right. Um, yeah. Overall, I don't think it would ruin the Animal Crossing experience. Um, Nintendo would do it in a Nintendo type of way that makes sense to the game. Yeah, yeah, I think for that to work, it wouldn't. It would have to be. It it wouldn't be time consuming. So you you should be able to do it quickly, and you should be able the the farming produce that you do shouldn't either die or decay if you neglect it. I I think if if that's the case, then I'm all for it. It's it's completely optional and it's there and it works. I'm for it. Yeah, me me too. <laughs> Another feature that I want is improved online connectivity. And by that, I mean a more stable connection, less crashing. Because 
let's face it, I'm pretty sure it's happened to everyone that we're playing New Leaf and then something happens. Nobody loses anything really, but nobody gains anything either. Basically, it's like nothing happened. And I want to be able to have a better connection, basically so that there's no worry of anything happening. And, and we know that whatever's going on, it's going to get saved and everything is going to be fine. Only because there's so many people on our Discord and that we're going to be playing with online. So the less worries, I think, would be the better. Yeah, I think so too. We all, yeah, like you said, we've run into that situation where it crashes and then Rossetti pops up on the screen and says right. connection error. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I'm i one of those crazies who played a game competitively and adopted the LAN adapter connection really like right at the beginning of the yes. Switch's lifespan. <laughs> so I have always been like wired in, so my internet is pretty solid for the most part. I still somehow run into issues where I get disconnected, but right. <laughs> it's far less than before. So, yeah, I think a lot of people like don't really want to spend extra money for, you know, a LAN adapter, an ethernet cable, and then figuring out how to get that ethernet cable from all from your router all the way to your TV without it right. being in the way. <laughs> um I'm still kind of working on that. I did not get mine. I have it kind of along the wall now, but I did not um, use my little nails to get it in there yet. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, but eventually, it's gonna be it's gonna be set up perfectly, and I'm gonna love it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. If if you if the people listening can can make it work it's definitely an improvement and it's on it's not only for when you're playing online but it also gives you faster downloads for games so yeah if you can make it work we definitely recommend it and for the better online connection i just want it to be faster also because it's a little bit slow in your life it's a lot faster than in wild world and city folk but if, if they can make it even faster i'm all for that yeah, and it's funny because you see that, like, lag where you hit your shovel and then you're doing all yes. these spin tricks before you actually <laughs> shovel a hole. Um, it's kind of funny to see. <laughs> nice. So, moving on on the list, I also want more clothing and clothing-related accessories. So, you know, we can customize shirts, but I also want to be able to customize pants shorts shoes and socks anything should be customizable basically as far as new clothing accessories i want you know wristbands watches scarves necklaces and of course the big one is backpacks and briefcases and tote bags that could actually add storage space for you and you know you can switch it switch it up and, and have different ones for different occasions basically yeah, you can switch it up. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I love all of these things. I totally mentioned in mind that I just, we need to be able to make all of the different types of clothing. I want to make my own pants. I want to make my own, um, I don't know, all sorts of things. Hats, yeah. accessories. It, it would just be cool Ooh, yes. to be able to do that. <laughs> and like having... I hope we get backpacks and other types of bags and stuff that just increases how many things we can carry but if we can customize those on top of that like get stickers or badges and stuff that we can put Ooh. on those we got badges in newly for completing cool tasks from phineas like what if we could put those badges on our backpack <laughs> yeah i would love sure. that because because then you can show that off in some way you know right um 
yeah, I, I'm for it. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and then just, just adding to this. So let's say, you know, you have a, a shirt that it's pre-made in the game and you like it a lot, but you wish it was a different color, ever so slightly a different color. Maybe Cyrus could help with that. Maybe every clothing accessory had anything you could change the main color if you talk to cyrus and give him fruit or 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 yeah that's true that would be cool that just gives you more ways to customize i love what cyrus does with the furniture i love that what he's added to the game <laughs> and yeah i i like it a lot <laughs> nice hopefully so i also want to see easy and fast sharing of your content basically we should be able to take a screenshot. I'm assuming that's going to return from New Leaf. I'm assuming also that we're going to be able to record video of the game like we do in most Switch games. You know, you, you're able to take a 30-second video clip. I would love it if we could share those on Facebook or on Twitter directly from the game. I know New Leaf did something like that, but you had to go into the Miiverse. And, and the Switch is not too difficult. You can go into your album and post it right away from there. But if they can figure out a way for the new Animal Crossing Switch to be able to do it directly from the game so you wouldn't have to go into a separate menu. Oh, that would be so cool. And if they let you put your text in there and then just send it out to social media, that would be so cool. Yeah, and thinking about that, in after a while, I think in Welcome Amiibo, like you can share things directly from the game. Oh. And so it's not... Um, it's not like you have to go to that like image app anymore. Like right. you can just hit a share button that's on the I think the bottom right of the touch screen, and then from there you can just share the image. Um, oh, awesome! So I think I I also want them to make that possible. Like you can just do it from in game really quickly. <laughs> right. Um, even <laughs> though like it's still kind of fast to just hit that home button and then go to the image thing. Right. Um, but it just takes it takes out steps. You know, it makes it quicker. <laughs> Right, right. So, you, you know, the quicker the better, but it, it, it's fine. As long as we have it, it would be just nice to have screenshots, videos, and be able to share them. I'm, I'm good with that. And yeah. the last item on my list, this one is very important to me. I hope it really happens. So I want pretty much every event in the game to be not just one day. I want everything to be a long event. Weekly would be nice. Monthly sometimes for very, very special events. But... What I mean is everything, like even the fishing and the bug catching tournaments, it would be nice to have weekly variations on that, not just, you know, the daily ones. It would make it so that it's easier for people to participate. Like, let's say you want to play the fishing tournament, but you're going to be very busy that Saturday, then you're out of luck. I think it should be able to be at least maybe three days, maybe the whole weekend or a whole the whole week. You know, the, the more options, the better. I... I agree. I think um, Pocket Camp is doing this, um, and it's just a mobile game. But, like, when I play an event, I know that I'm spending, like, a good week on it, you know? Yes. Um, and then it's over, and I go back to, like, the regular life. But I right. do think <laughs> that we just need those events to feel special, to feel exciting, to feel like, wow, that that I feel like I accomplished something while playing this game, you know? Yes. Um. So yeah, I'm for it. I <laughs> I'm loving everything that you're bringing up, <laughs> um, and this one is really good just because like 
you know, you don't have the same time to play every single day. Maybe right right now with the current games, the events fall on one day. Sometimes you just, like, don't have the time to play that day. Right, right. And, like, having it stretch it out across a week, that gives you a little bit of extra time to do some of these goals and accomplish it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be helpful because... We talked about last week being, like, adults playing the game. And so we have parts of our schedule that we, we're we just busy. We have things to do. We have right. responsibilities that we have to take care of. And we don't have all the time to do that event in, you know, the two hours that we have at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> um, if we have two hours at the end of the day, maybe that's not <laughs> enough time, you know. So it would be helpful for us to just be able to log in um, throughout the week and be able to accomplish the goals in the event. Right. Because I know it's happened to you and probably to a lot of listeners. Sometimes you have limited time and you're either rushing or or you you end up looking online to see what's the quickest way to do an event the best way possible. Or if you miss it completely, you feel really bad because it wasn't really up to you you know you you want you wish the game was a little more forgiving in ten, in terms of timing that's why i want to see these events to have at least 3 days maybe the whole week the more options the better yeah and i know for a fact that that's going to be the biggest reason that i'm going to want to time travel like if i ever miss an event right, or miss right. something special i'm just going to be like Oh my goodness. <laughs> I want to reset my clock and do that now. <laughs> um, of course, I'll have to be patient, wait a whole year, an entire year <laughs> to have my chance to do that. It's it's crazy. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it it would just like keep us from making bad decisions. <laughs> Not right. that time traveling is bad. You all are fine if you do it. I'm just you know, Sergio and I, we're not doing it. We're not time traveling. <laughs> and so this is this is the struggle that we have to that we've given ourselves. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the longer events would, would help with that for sure. Yeah. Um, anyways, I love all of these things that you said. And I yeah, I, I just agree. I agree. I can't. <laughs> I'm not against them. I've tried to look at the way other people are seeing them, especially things with like the cooking system and farming and I don't know. I guess my preferences are just like Nintendo would do it right. They would pull it off. Yes. I think it would be a mechanic that people would enjoy. And I don't think we have to be worried. (laughs) Right, right. Definitely. All right. So let's get into our Haken's Villager Corner. For those of you who are new or don't know, this is where I ask a question to our Patreon patrons and they give us their answers. So... Um, this week's question is, is there anything that worries you about Animal Crossing Switch? And I, I didn't really get specific with this question. I just thought, you know what? Let's just get it out there. Let's see what people are worried about when it comes to this game. Um, so Sergio, do you have any worries? My biggest worry is that it might not have new things, new enough. And they might feel like a New Leaf 1.5, 1.8 I just I really want a ton of new features and I want it to feel really different from the first time they show it. That's a worry. Mm, I don't know mm-hmm. how mu- how much of it it is, but yeah, if anything it's that one. Yeah. I 
Yeah, it's tough because I feel the same. I really want to play a new game. Um, and I say that because New Leaf is old leaf for me at this point. Yes. <laughs> um, I've played it so much. And I, and that's not even counting like the time I've spent now just recording things on your 3DS. Oh, uh, like I don't even know how much time I've spent <laughs> on that. Like on my 3DS alone, it's like over a thousand hours. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm estimating like a thousand, two hundred, but I haven't looked in a long time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I think my worry is just that it's gonna not come out this year. <laughs> Ooh, that's <laughs> and, a big one. I think it will, but I I just always worry about that. You know what? My bigger worry is that we're just never going to see a trailer for this game. <laughs> Where is our trailer? I want to know what it looks like. Um, yeah, so I and maybe that's just an impatient worry. Right. <laughs> we're we're going to see it. We're going to see a trailer. Of course we are. I'm sure we're going to get like a dedicated direct for it. Um, but, you know, that's just what one of my worries is. Um, all right, so let's go into what our patrons have said, and we'll just go back and forth, and I will start with, I, and I hope this is correct, we've talked a little bit, Lyalatron, mm-hmm. that's what I, that, that's what I think <laughs> I it is, Lyalatron, <laughs> all right, so they say, my only worry for the game is that Nintendo may possibly add microtransactions to the game, a la Pocket Camp. I had another thought, though, might they try to, uh, might they try and complicate the mechanics of the game, thus taking away some of the relaxed nature? I love the simple, simple fishing and bug catching, etc. If they make it more complicated, it could not, or could it not become more frustrating at the same time? Um, I think those are fair worries. I think the microtransactions is a good point. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people have been very afraid of that since Pocket Camp has come out and introduced microtransactions to the Animal Crossing world. Um, but I will say, I think I read Medigeek, maybe wrote this on Twitter or something, but microtransactions, their reason for them not making sense was that this is a game where you can just give people items for free. Mm-hmm. And if you like use microtransactions and get an item, like somebody could just give that to you. And oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's just kind of a way that it wouldn't make sense for Animal Crossing. <laughs> right, right. Um so I don't know. I think it's a good worry though. Um I guess we'll have to wait and see what they're thinking on that front. Um but yeah. personally I hope they don't do it. It's just not it's just not friendly for most people. I think it's really a system that's targeted at people who are really down to spend a lot of money. <laughs> right, right. And, and and I think it just works a lot better just exclusively for mobile. And I do think it will stick just the pocket cam and here's hoping. Yeah, because we're already going to buy like two copies each. So right. <laughs> that's more money than we've spent. Well, I don't know. You Maybe you've spent more money <laughs> than that on pocket <laughs> camp back in oh, the early remind days. Me. <laughs> so true. <laughs> the next answer is by Brett Sullivan. Or Sully. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the answer is, I'm worried I might not survive the long wait. <laughs> In all seriousness, I'm somewhat afraid it will either be too similar or too different than previous games. They have mastered a formula that works, and I'm curious as to how they'll handle better technology. There it is. You know, 
this there's this slight worry that it might just be too similar, not new enough. Yeah, and I I think I'd be bummed. It'd be like the city, the wild world to city folk type of change. Where I like city folk more overall, of course, but mm-hmm. it was pretty much that same skeleton structure of wild world. So I definitely see why that's a worry. <laughs> Right, right. And then on the other hand, if it's too different, and I think that's why it took me pretty much this long to start appreciating Breath of the Wild because it was so different from traditional Zeldas. It was, you know, I played it a lot when it came out, but it definitely was too big and too different. It's a shocker. And I would prefer if Animal Crossing is, doesn't have that much of a shocker. You know, it, it's about finding the right balance between new and old. Yeah, that's true, because there's a lot of great things that already work in the game, so they don't have to change it dramatically to keep it working. Um, So Emily with one Y and a cookie says, my only worry is if it's going to have Pocket Camp connectivity and how they will pull that off. I'm also worried about how much time I'm going to put into the game in the first week. (laughs) That's a good point. You're going to be playing nonstop that first week. I remember I... I was on the Animal Crossing diet where it was like, oh, I'm hungry. Mm, I'm playing Animal Crossing. I'll eat an apple in the game. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to connect Pocket Camp. I mean, the connection with Wild, or I guess Animal Crossing New Leaf, Welcome Amiibo, and Happy Home Designer was pretty minimal. Um, you just like got the big special items from Happy Home Designer and then... There wasn't much beyond that, right? Yeah, that that's a big concern. That could be, that could go either way at this point. I think. Mm-hmm. So the next answer is by cake, and the answer is my big worry is that people will get too excited for features they want and will feel the game isn't good because the things they wanted didn't show up. There's also the worry that people won't want to pay for online, and many friends won't play together because of it. That's true. You know, we have so many lists of wishes that we want in the game. And we, deep down, we know that we're not getting everything we want. And I guess it depends on how we handle that. I think it's it's good to trust Nintendo that whatever they add, it's going to be good. Yeah, and I do like their concern about the online service because this is like, there are a lot of kids who play and get into Animal Crossing and you know, them playing online is really dependent on whatever their parents say, you know? So if they don't purchase online, they're just not going to be able to do it at all. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's, um, I think it's a good thing to worry about, especially for the younger crowd, the younger audience. Um, but hopefully, I mean, the family plan, like just finding one other friend, uh, it will already reduce the price of the online (laughs) if you go with the family plan so it's not it's not incredibly bad but it it is like a little barrier for people right Mm -hmm. so dragonflame 323 says i severely doubt this but if they made the game in any sense as demanding as pocket camp whether that be in the form of microtransactions or limited time events where if you miss out you're basically out of luck 
or actually even the fortune cookie gotcha elements that have a that leave a bad taste in my mouth personally. I just want to have that pure wholesome Animal Crossing experience and I'm worried that some of the gamey smart smartphone elements of Pocket Camp might bleed over into the new game. Um so yeah, some more worries about like how Pocket Camp could change the landscape of Animal Crossing and Right. It's really hard to tell because we haven't seen a trailer at all. We just don't know where this game is going or where it is at this point. Right, right. And, you know, we can always say that Nintendo's mobile games so far haven't really changed their console games, their, you know, their traditional market games. I guess the biggest exception would be Pokemon Let's Go with having the, the mechanics of Pokemon Go. But that, you know, while that is a fact, we don't know how Animal Crossing is going to be. So it's just something to think about for sure. Yeah. The next answer is by Grace or a penguin named Abraham. And the answer is, this is probably just the same thing everyone else is saying, but I'm a bit worried that the game will be too connected to Pocket Camp. I also hope they keep most of the new stuff a secret or only show us in the trailer. I really don't want to pay to play with any of it in Pocket Camp first, since I think that would just weaken its impact in the new game. There we go. More more worries about Pocket Camp. Right. <laughs> um, seems like a lot of people are really, and it's it, it. I, I don't know. I guess it's just because this is the most recent iteration of Animal Crossing that we've gotten, and I think a lot of people are just concerned because it is a mobile game. It is adopting that gotcha system type of gameplay. So right. I don't know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. In Definitely, I agree with Grace that we don't want to see the trailer just having things that are in Pocket Camp and, and sort of say they're new because, you know, we know they're from Pocket Camp. We want brand new items, mechanics, events, etc. We're hoping for that. Yeah. Um, so Tab says, I'm worried that it will be delayed. Other than that, I'm worried the game will change too much and not have the charm and that laid back feel that we're hoping for. I also worry that it won't have couch co-op. I want to be able to play with the other family members on the same Switch. And, all right, I like that they are worried about the delay as well. <laughs> right. Um, well, I say worried about the delay. It doesn't exist. It's not getting delayed, everyone. It's 2019. <laughs> Fingers animal crossed. Um, but, yeah, also another person worrying about it changing too much. Yes. And right. I think that's a good concern. And then the couch co-op is cool. I... I don't know. I feel like this is the game that is on a system that really sets it up to finally have that couch co-op experience that we've never had on Animal Crossing before. Right, right. So I think it would be really cool to see that happen. Um, I think it would be a big moment in the trailer for them to show us that as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. If that's if that's a new feature in the game, they, I think they have to show it as soon as they can. That's true. <laughs> the next answer is by Cesar, one of our newest patrons. And he says, a botched development process and a delayed release. It's true. There, there, you know, there we go again with the potential delay. It's definitely a worry, especially after what happened to Metro Prime 4. You, you never really know. But then again, we, we did, they did say 2019, so we, we have at least that little bit of hope. And as far as a botched development process, you know, it could happen. It doesn't happen too often with Nintendo, I think. They would prefer to delay a game, but you never really know. 
Yeah, and that reminds me, I just read an article and it was somebody from Nintendo answering a question about delays in general. And they -hmm. essentially just assured everybody that they are good at what they do. They have been in this business for a long time and it's very rare that their games get delayed. Um, So, yeah, I mean, they... I think they're confident that this uh, the games that they have planned for 2019 are going to be coming out this year. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's safe to say they have a good track record on that. Yeah. Um, so Zekin says, This is probably not going to happen, but I'm worried that it'll be another City Folk. As much as I love City Folk, it's not a huge step up from Wild World. Also, I'm kind of worried that I'll have to grind for money on the island for public works projects or something again. Um, so yeah, they share your kind of worry about it not being upgraded enough, but I like this new worry about having to grind for money on the island. Um, I guess my thought is like, I mean, we're going to have to grind for money somehow. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how that'll be, but it does, it is a time consuming way to grind because you have to go to the island, um, listen to that song or skip that song right (laughs) and then you catch all these things put them in the box and then you go back to your main place and then from there you go back and forth from that box to the store and yeah it just takes a long time right right (laughs) um so maybe there will be a quicker way to do that (laughs) right right hopefully next answer is by grizzly nina and she says i'm worried about keeping up with everyone I feel like I'm a, I'm a very slow-paced gamer, and I'm hoping there's not too many spoilers. That's a, that's a big one. It, yeah, it, it makes you think, you know. You want the game, you want to be playing, but you don't want to spoil everything that it's coming later, you know. Like we said, there's going to be people that play more than most of us that work, and this is a, a valid, a very valid worry, I would say. Yeah, and I have that same worry, especially like when I'm doing like a live stream or something. And there, there are people who want to be helpful and say, "Oh, let me give you some tips on this, or this is how you do that." And right. I, I'm gonna try to ignore those comments when I see them come in because <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, you know, experience a lot of it on my own. <laughs> yes, definitely. So Arden and Herman say we are worried for lack of pocket camp connectivity and the release date being later than summer. Oh, so it sounds like they want Pocket Camp to be connected with this game, um, which is new for some people, uh, at least from the last ones. And yeah, I guess I really wonder how they're going to do it, um, if they do do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, another worry about the release date. Always got to worry about that. (laughs) Right, right. So it sounds like... Yeah, and it's it's going to be very difficult for Nintendo because there are people out there like Arden and Herman that want some type of connection. So it's it's going to be the challenge is going to be finding the right balance. Yeah, definitely. The next answer is by Cyborgiro, and he says, "I worry that since it is Nintendo, they always like to change." things up and they revoke my major's title for something else <laughs> so <laughs> joe cyber Giro, he wants to stay major and yeah I, I agree with that it would be nice to add to that but not to change it too much yeah i think we're still going to need whatever method we need to be able to place public works projects and that sort of thing mm-hmm. um i think at this point that's something they can't get rid of it's just like how whatever form that takes, I still want to be able to decorate our exteriors of our town. 
Yes, definitely. Um, so Sarah says, it's hard to come up with things I'm worried about because I do not have, or I do have a lot of faith in Nintendo when it comes to Animal Crossing. I guess I'm worried that Pocket Camp won't be as connected to the game as I personally would like it to be. So another fan of, I guess, Pocket Camp and wanting right. it to be connected. And I think there are ways that you can do it cool and hopefully they just pull it off, you know? Yeah, and then it could be either a one-time connection that you transfer whatever you have, or it could be ongoing. So even even there, there's so many different ways they could integrate it. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the next answer is by Jam, and the answer is I'm worried about Nintendo adding microtransactions and friendship levels. I don't want to have to pay in advance in the game instead of taking my time and make the effort. I think that friendship level system takes away from actually seeing villagers as natural friends. I like not knowing how close I am to a villager until until they turn up to my house suddenly or send me gifts in the post or gives me their picture. That's a good point. And I take this, you know, this hits me personally because I wanted the friendship level to transfer over. But these points by Jam are, are really good. It makes me question what I wanted. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that does <laughs> uh, that does bring a lot of questions into it. Right. Um, so yeah, I I definitely want it to still feel natural building those relationships. Right. So yeah, it, it's tough to find the right balance for that. And I don't know. I'm sure they've worked with it and found what would work. Um, right. <laughs> but it would make sense for them to kind of ignore that still. And yes. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> All right. Emily with two E's says, I just hope the game isn't rushed. Obviously, this is the longest gap between Animal Crossing games, but we don't quite know how long Nintendo has worked on it. I'm scared they announced it too early and won't get to put in everything they wanted to. Probably just my paranoia, but regardless, I know the game will be great. And I guess the one thing I would say to this is, I, I'm really glad games don't work like they used to, where they didn't have an internet connection. There was no way to patch them after the fact. Like, essentially, what you what was on the shelves was what you got, and mm -hmm. so I think even if they're not, if they don't have everything, or maybe they think of new things to add to Animal Crossing, that is something that can get updated. And yes. I think some people are. They find that unfortunate because they want to feel like they've got they've bought a complete game right from the get-go but i don't know i think it's just a new gaming landscape where that's always a possibility right right and you know let's just hope that it's it's done for the best it, we don't know if it's going to happen but hopefully if it does it's only to update and that we get a, a complete game from the beginning and then they just enhance it slowly but surely mm-hmm and the last answer for this week is by Emily Anderson. Yet another Emily. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, I'm worried that the game will somehow be a step backwards from New Leaf. I don't have any specifics on this because I'm trying not to think about it. But I will say this. My two biggest video game franchises have always been Animal Crossing and The Sims. When The Sims 4 was announced, I was probably just as hyped as I am now for Animal Crossing Switch. But then we saw gameplay and the graphics, and it seemed like The Sims 4 was The Sims 2 with a few new features and some slightly better graphics, which I still don't like. 
I got the game for Christmas the year it launched, but I rarely play it because it feels like they just remastered an old version of the game instead of doing something bigger and better like everyone was expecting. That's also why I'm relying on this new Animal Crossing to be so good, and I don't want to think about it being a city folk 2 or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, so essentially it sounds like the worry is that it's going to be not updated enough. Right. And it's just going to look better for the most part. So I think this just goes to show that like a lot of people are trying are hoping for a game that's just more quality than quantity, you know? Yes. Um, they don't want it to be like a tiny little update. They want it to be like a truly, I guess, improvement to whatever they've been doing so far. Right. And, you know, it's been six years, six years at least between the last one. And I think that's plenty of time for most fans to be expecting a big change. I think it's not, you know, not to sound too entitled, but I think we can expect that. Yeah, and I will say, just as a little comment, another comment that I've been actually getting pretty often is some people actually just want that. Like, they want Animal Crossing New Leaf, but it just looks better. Mm. <laughs> and so, I, yeah, I've seen that comment come through quite a bit. So some people are very happy with what New Leaf did, and they wouldn't mind seeing that continue. Um mm in a very similar fashion, just like whatever small updates. But I don't know. I think the changes that we've seen throughout Animal Crossing have been solid overall. I think we've seen a lot of good things come from the changes. So yes. mm -hmm. I don't want you all to be afraid of it. <laughs> I, I feel like it's going gonna, it's gonna to change, but it's still going to feel really nice. It's going to feel like Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes, definitely. All right, everybody. So we've gone a little long. I'm going to go ahead and end this show. We're going to thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, please join the Discord. We've had so many people join, and it's so cool yes. to meet everybody and just like have more people to talk to about this. And I think a lot of people are happy having another place to talk about Animal Crossing because some people don't have that. But anyways, um, you don't have to be a patron to join. Um, it's totally free. And if you do join, you can get Sergio and my friend codes for 3DS and play with us. So if you do want to become a patron, visit patreon.com slash ChewyPlaysNintendo for just a dollar. You can support our show. You can get tons of cool things. You can have your voice heard in these episodes just like we just did. And you can see our current goals and things that we're doing to try to improve the show and our content. And we try to make it really worth it because it's so, so generous of all of you to support us. And we really appreciate it. Yes. If you are watching or listening on YouTube, please leave a comment about what you are worried about with Animal Crossing Switch. Um, whatever it is, there are a lot of worries out there. Just let us know. We're here to listen to them. <laughs> and please leave a review of the show wherever you're listening. It helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow. And once again, thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>